0: Hello and welcome to Wake and Jake, myself and BBD, Martin Luther King Jr. Day, and sports hot in the streets. Tell me if you heard that before. Uh, In our baseball world that we live and funnel through, the last time we spoke, the title of the episode is, Could Marcus Stroman Become a Yankee? He did. That, in fact, happened. Uh, Jordan Hicks, thought to be one of the top relievers on the market, (laughs) Kind of was, but he gets signed by the San Francisco Giants to be a starter. We got a chunk of the NFL playoffs out of the way. And everyone, there was the head coach retired fired day. Talk about that a little bit. Yeah, sports just happen. It's kind of the best. Uh, Let's close off the Stroman loop. uh, Because if you wanted to hear us talk about it by now, you could hear it. Uh, You heard the teaser. On Wake and Jake, you heard a teaser <laughs> on Talking Yanks, you heard a live reaction on Talking Yanks, and then a post reaction on Talking Yanks, so make sure you go subscribe and listen to that, or subscribe here. Uh, I was going to give a comment shout out, oh, one of the top comments on last episode by Ferdinand Penguin, great BBD up for us BBD heads out there. So
1: Big. Yeah.
0: That's, uh, that's just a
1: normal day for me.
0: That's just him doing do-your-job, Bill Belichick, to Atlanta. Uh, Stroman is a Yankee. Our initial reaction was half-tough. Like, I don't know, Stro comes with a lot of off-the-field stuff, but also not really. It's just kind of drama. But again, it's New York City. It's New York media. It's why we do this and talk about this, that um, it's got potential for some fireworks there. The last we saw, Stroman, uh, his hip was banged up, uh, and he pitched bad to finish the season. Before that, for three months, he was one of the best pitchers in baseball. You know Stroman the past two years, he's thrown 130-plus innings. Um, He threw more the year before that. I butter knife some stats that you could have him over the past three years as a top 10, 15 starting pitcher. Um, I don't know. If you stretch it out, and again, I was cutting out some stats here and there to make them Stroman based. I think it was 85 games, ERA three four five and under, um, and yeah, that cut out a couple people from the three four five to the three five range, which ERA is whatever. Hmm. And then the games was actually funny because he got a couple relief appearances, so that chopped out a couple guys. But he's Marcus Stroman. He's pitched a lot of good good innings in this league. He keeps the ball in the ballpark, which at Yankee Stadium, that's a recipe for success. And they reportedly both sides came together. <laughs> Yanks not in love with Strowman. Uh, no other teams in in love or no other teams in love with Strowman. Strowman looking for a home that they kind of came together for a price tag of two for thirty seven with an option eighteen point five million a year. Um, and yeah, it. That was my initial reaction when we did the contract. I was like, hey, the contract's not bad. Uh, Stroman turns 33 in May, and you need to compare it to the other contracts that are going on. So let's relive them a little bit. Um, Sonny Gray uh, got three for 75. That's 25 mil a year. Sonny Gray pitched better last year. Uh, he's a year older. Uh, they're both kind of undersized pitchers. Sonny Gray has the better... Um, History, uh, except with the Yankees. So hmm. if you're a Yankees fan, you you kind of can't necessarily compare apples and oranges there. Uh, Nola, Yamamoto, Shohei, those are different worlds of money. Erod, I thought this was interesting. Uh, Erod versus Stroman. if we did a poll before Ooh. he signed with the Yankees, who would you rather have?
1: Rather have... Answer, answer would be Erod I would guess Stroman's numbers gotta be better Overall But they're both very Like on the man they're both very reliable
0: Lefty righty cousins Erod's yeah. a couple years younger So free agency that gets years rewarded younger. Erod was 4 years 20 mil a year 4 for 80 uh, So again Stro Nearly half the risk uh, Slightly under half the cost Okay That seems in the same realm The one that's interesting is Lucas Giolito. He got two for 38.5 with the opt-out. We've talked about Lucas Giolito's potential, and he was having a really good year until he got tossed around at the end of the season, trade deadline, and then the waiver trade deadline. Um, He did give up a ton of home runs. Lucas Giolito had a one-dot war last year. Do with that what you want. He's projected for a 2-4 this year. Stroman projected for a 2-1 after having a 2-7. Uh, I think that tilted a lot of Yankee fans' heads. Because as much as we love Lucas Giolito. Um, Chris Rose rotation. Just a nice guy to us. He's one of Trev's boys <clears throat> from hanging out. Um, you get paid off of what you're projected to do. Um, and he has a higher ceiling than Stroh I'd say. But Stro has been consistent. Uh, ERA in the threes, past three seasons. Um, and again, it it ended up being a higher three last year, but that ended up with him coming out of the bullpen, and he was banged up a couple starts. So that's not fully inexcusable, because that's something we're also paying for, right? It happened. Giolito set his innings um, record last year, I think a buck eighty, So you're kind of paying for what you get there, and then from there it's Waka, who... Actually, he has an argument. His past couple seasons have been they're fine, really but they're like 130 innings. Um, where Stroman has done big boy seasons, you know, even 2021, he was a 33 start guy. Um, Frankie Montas, big question mark, got one for 16. I think you look at that versus Stroman contract in a vacuum, you'd rather have Stroman. Seth Lugo, three for 45. Interesting. I don't know. Royals got their work done early. Maybe they have it all figured out. Filled, filled some innings. <laughs> Maybe they got it going on. Um, Imanaga contract is kind of weird, but that's supposed to be the Stroman replacement, but he actually gets paid less. But there is rumors he took less to sign with the Cubbies, so let's see how any of that plays out. Um, and then the other signing that happened is Jordan Hicks. Four years, forty-four million. The Giants say they're going to give him an opportunity to start. I was surprised to see he's twenty-seven years old. Um, that's pretty. That's young for a free agent. I guess he's been doing it for a while and throwing hard.
1: How many pitchers? You know, you, all, all position players. It's baseball. You fig, people figure it out at twenty-eight. So maybe sure. maybe the starting stuff does come together
0: now. So yeah, I, I like that it's the Giants because they they very much believe in their recipes and what they're doing. We're clearly at an awkward point of the off season, like we've talked about. You know, right before we fired this up, he was like, "Talk, where's Snell gonna go?" Still don't know. There like hasn't two, been a clear landing spot the whole way.
1: Like two different like t- people tweeted at me this week. I'm like, "Hey, just like just asking, where do you think he's going?" I was like, "I don't know."
0: And like, NL- weird, there's
1: not been any Met rumor. Weird. Everyone wants Seattle to be in, but they've been the weirdest team of the off season. Right. Angels are probably into it, but no, but no, no big pitcher wants to take the Angels' money.
0: Yeah, that feels feels like a path to oblivion. Unfortunately, sorry Angels fans. Uh, right now, Jordan Hicks. Because I remember, you know, they were like, "Oh yeah, Jordan Hicks is going to be a starter." This was twenty twenty two. He only got eight starts. Uh, And then he was back in the bullpen. So he's never thrown his rookie year. He threw 77.2 innings. That's 2018. Now he was 21 years old. Um, His high is 65.2. And that was 2023. Uh, 3.290 RA. I don't know. I I guess it's interesting seeing how pitchers are being valued that the Giants basically said like, hey, we want to give him a shot to start. We think there's a chance he could do it. If he doesn't The money we're still paying him To be a high-end reliever it It's in the territory
1: I've seen that number a
0: lot So, you know, as we're talking about the Yankees Getting Marcus Stroman for a somewhat value Because um, You know, some of the stuff that comes with Stroman And the Yankees not wanting to pay the other price For other guys The Giants, they sweeten the pot their own way Like, hey man, you want to be a starting pitcher? We'll give you that shot again Like, let's let it rip If not you're in the pen. We'll mow people down. 104. Um, so I don't know. I I like it as a fun signing for the Giants. I don't necessarily believe in Jordan Hicks, the starting pitcher. But I don't know. Could are we going to look down at Jordan Hicks's player page in a couple years and see 100 innings here, 100 innings there, and maybe kicks to the bullpen at the end of the season? I could believe that. And for the price that other baseball players are going for, it's fun. It's fun I can't promise it'll be good But it's fun And the Giants um, Is their roster becoming fun? Let's give it a look You know I've been tough Tough on their lineup jung Hu Lee Tyro Strada Lamont Wade Wilmer Flores Conforto Davis Yastrzemski Bailey Luciano Logan Webb Ross Stripling Kyle Harrison Jordan Hicks Keaton Wynn I don't know <laughs>
1: I think, I think <laughs> between Harrison and Wynn, one of them, and that's a fun Robin Robbie then that's a fun coming rotation. back midseason.
0: Um, Luis Matos, my guy. Wade Meckler, the Blitzball King. Giants. Casey uh,
1: Schmidt headed to AAA I'd really right like now. to look
0: at one bat in the lineup and be like, that guy is going to have a really good year and it not be Wilmer Flores. No shots fired, Wilmer. I need a guy besides you. You're killing the game. Lamont Wade, 373 on base. Uh, So (laughs) those were kind of the biggest signings that happened and took place Uh, in the slog of this MLB offseason that continues. Snell, man, I don't know. I'm, I'm starting to drift back to the Mariners. Like maybe there's a reason they've tried to clear up the Marco Gonzalez's and the Evan Whites to save a couple mil here and there. Maybe there was a reason they moved Robbie Ray out of town and you can mentally be like Ray out, Snell in. The dude loves the Pacific Northwest. I know that shouldn't that shouldn't matter really, but it does. Uh man is he proud to be there. He's been repping you dub. Go dogs. Um and he's just about it. And the Seattle Mariners, that I, I feel like they're still, I don't know, looking for a team identity to have a guy just won the Cy Young, idolized Griffey and all those guys growing up that could have some Mariners pride. And following up again from what I just said, won the Cy Young, uh, and could that make the Mariners trade from their pitching depth? I was daydreaming about Brian Wu on the Yankees because obviously I was. Mm. Um, it would give them some options. Uh, it would give them some options if they could tap into their their pitching depth, get some more hitting. And then you could start looking at the Mariners like, okay, they really did retool. Otherwise, Blue Jays, Snell, have, it's not like a whisper. No. Orioles has been a whisper, but we haven't seen them do anything. That's just like
1: people would love for them to tr- actually try.
0: Red Sox still, that's there. We just haven't seen there's the a, Red Sox make their move.
1: Yeah, there's a, there's a world where they clear that one last salary they got to clear, and reportedly the, that opens up the Snell board.
0: AL and NL Central pretty much out. Uh, the I guess Cubs could be in play. Yeah. Could be. Could the Cardinals be in play? I know they got their three starting pitchers. If Snell went to St. Louis... They shouldn't be out. I think we'd be hype uh, on them, actually. So that's that's a fun one. Angels, sure. Astros, probably not. A's, no. Mariners, I'd like to think, but they haven't showed an inkling. The, the one that kind of jumped out to me, and, and it's another team that there's been nothing
1: on, mm. but like there's room in the Tigers' rotation. They, oh. They're a team that has had... Oh two or three big deals on the books in the past. They've got one that's a real negative value right now. But Yeah, I just... I, there's been zero rumors on I, it, and I don't believe in it at all. I like
0: the fun thought. A former kind of viewed as a big market team. Like the
1: the, the out-of-the-park simulation would be fun on that. Because, like, in theory, that should be an option.
0: Yeah. I don't see it at
1: all. They just
0: If they're going to invest that kind of money, it's got to be hitting for what the yeah. Tigers have been doing.
1: Um, there would have been an inkling on it by now, I think.
0: Giants get back in the mix? I guess you can't rule that out, right?
1: They, sh- they should.
0: Okay, Snell has options, just nothing is clear. Nothing is clear. I, I just have no idea. It feels like every team is waiting for the price to continue to drop. You wonder if he starts thinking funky options, get get some really high AAV the first couple of years. Are we Are we there yet? Um, I mean, oh. if he does it, if he does opt out stuff right, can he just opt out? Could he get three years with opt outs, and one of those three years he'll be really good, and he can opt out and get paid again? I don't know. It's not clear for NL Cy Young winner Blake Snell. Uh, the, the, the Snell
1: stuff, like, like I tweeted it this weekend. Check it out. The like, there's been some more chatter on, like, would he do a big money three-year deal or something? Like, he, if you're Blake Snell, right. you timed your free agency perfectly. Perfect. Like, what is the reason you would take that? And obviously, any player, I think, is open to some creative opt-outs and maybe front load. And, and sure, keep your options available to you. But, like, I don't think he's taking a deal where he's not guaranteed to himself at least. Five or six years. Yeah, I, I guess... And I would, when, and when I would I say six. When
0: I say short...
1: I'm not saying it's what you're saying. Just yeah. I... Not that available to him is fine.
0: You have to get a certain amount of money, and I know this is very different, but the whole Bauer contract that was supposed to change the game, you know, in hindsight... Yeah. Probably a little more guaranteed. Could have been interesting. Um, For Snell, I... I guess. I guess my thing would be if I try to put myself in this situation, which near impossible. Probably not going to have the opportunity for five years, one hundred fifty mil laid in front of me. Remove uh, a couple zeros, and, that's, and
1: we're talking. That's
0: the low end, right? Like that should be the low end. That should be where we start. Um. Like if I'm Snell and I believe in myself, I would like if you could even throw in like a couple opt outs like 5 years with two opt outs 2 years and 4 years like i don't know i i think teams are less scared of that and i think if you're Snell like god damn it man like i know this guy comes with some risk but he had a 6 war last year like his 2022 the year before 24 starts at 338 i don't know it's this isn't Cody Bellinger
1: like he similar, I forget if I actually said this on on this episode. But like like similar what we've said off Mike at least that like hey every year Strowman is good like outside of one year like, again yeah, same deal as Strowman like every year with Blake Snell is good. The idea that he's this inconsistent pitcher I, that's become like the narrative on him I I just don't buy. And like I, obviously he has two he has two special special years, but he's good every year even that year that was bad was his first taste outside of the Rays organization yeah and then if, if you recall i believe that second half he was lights out it was just yeah an all-time start to the year and he's better every second half but he was like he fully figured it out within that year
0: i uh <laughs> i don't know man uh it's bizarre because like the walks thing We've we've talked about ad nauseum if that's the phrase, you know, like he led the league in hits allowed per nine. So like that's where he's taking from, (laughs) very obviously, and it's working.
1: (laughs) I think I think literally he took looking comparing twenty twenty two to twenty twenty three. I think literally like one and a half walks per nine, one and a half hits per nine swapped. Like that was just a slide over, like. And some people will never be in on the walks. I understand that alone will probably rule some teams out at a certain point. But
0: Interested to see where the smoke and fire kicks up. Will it be a team that we've ruled out? Will our Yankees get in the mix? Who will be the biggest factor? Maybe it's factor. Because factor meals. You've seen them around the office. I've seen them in my refrigerator. I've seen them... Uh, in our vlog, uh, Factor has been with John Boy Media for a little bit. And, hey, new year, resolution season. Factor's ready-to-eat meal delivery takes the stress out of meal planning. and sets you up for success in the new year. Skip the grocery store, prep work, and cooking fatigue. Instead, chef-crafted, dietitian approved meals delivered right to your door. If I'm being real with you, the people. Factor is kind of my speed. You know, we we've worked with a few different companies, Factor's ready to go. Open it up, poke a couple holes, two minutes, you're eaten. okay? Uh, and that's what I like. Uh, takes the time out of shopping, takes the time out of cooking. You get a healthy meal. Uh, and they've got keto, calorie smart, vegan, uh, 55 different weekly add-ons. And speaking of, in the 50s, the roaring 50s, head to factormeals.com slash wake50. What's that mean? Wake fifty gets you fifty percent off at factormeals.com slash wake fifty. Fifty percent off. Click the link in the description. Become the factor. If you This works for people
1: of any age, but especially if you're somebody like just, just starting to live on your own, just yeah. starting
0: to even mess with like having to feed yourself. Easy. Easy. Can I say something that the kids say? Please. Factor clears. It just does. For what you're looking for in that, delivered to you, ready to go, ready to eat, taste, health, factor clears. Um, so that's a cool thing I'm saying. Man, I I know we're, we're not even doing this right now, but, like, Matt Chapman, there hasn't been a rumor. He, I stumbled into while I was
1: away. Why isn't him to the Giants done? Th- that's also a front office that... Front office and manager, and it, it, all of that. Like Farhan had right. him with the, with the A's. Bob Melvin had him with the A's. I think there was another connection there. They all know him and have like loudly liked him before. Right. And they like want to pay somebody. To, is do they are they still in on belly and like yeah. that's going to happen? But if he. If that doesn't work out then then it's Chapman. I guess
0: those are the weird circles I'm running in my head right now is that the Giants for years couldn't get the free agent, so now in one of the weirdest free agent classes we're just saying, yeah, go there. Snell, sure. Yeah. Chapman, yep. Belly, why not? Jordan Hicks to starting pitch.
1: Um Yeah. Like I I like in my heart of hearts I I don't believe in them to be part of a Snell conversation moving forward, but like Man, chat, just why hasn't that gotten steam yet?
0: Everyone has legit question marks on different parts of their game, and it's led to a funky free agency. And it makes sense. It makes sense. Uh, speaking of making sense, I don't really have a segue there, but football's going on. Uh, let's do the legends getting fired before the playoffs. <clears throat> Belichick and Carroll. Um, I think Pete's done. I thought he initially retired. Uh, And man, I I said it a lot this year during our (laughs) football episodes. Uh, To coach that long in the NFL, you got to be doing something right. And I think the Seahawks almost ended up in a funny area of Pete Carroll's a solid enough coach. It's almost Mike Tomlin, but the bad version of like, yeah, we're we can get nine and eight. We can do that. Um, but it's kind of time to turn the page. Um, and they're probably in like a, you know, make a three-year plan. Their division is really good. The Niners are on top of the world. The Rams look to be reloading. Um, even Arizona, like they've been missing Kyler. How, I don't know how interesting they'll be, but they were punchy this year. But I think the Seahawks and Pete, you know, I, don't, I doubt he wanted to get fired, but it was, uh, hey, we, we kind of got to get back to the drawing board. Sometimes uh, it's just time. I like, love Pete Carroll. He's so sneaky old and jolly. Um, and it was one of those things as we were connecting the dots, like Pete Carroll, they were saying, is he an all-top-20 all-time football coach when you do college and pros? Because, man, his USC teams, if you missed – that generation, uh, it was awesome. It was awesome. I mean, it was just dominant. Like, they had the guys, but they wanted to beat you, and it was cool because it was Southern Cal. Uh, obviously, Reggie Bush was just as cool as a college player as it gets. Leinert was a stud. The defense was stacked. They, um, you know, if you're doing all fun college football team programs, which... University of Washington could have entered if if Pennix and them got it done. Uh, I mean, it's USC, it's the U. um, Just kind of special, fun teams that happened. Uh, And I hope we see Pete Carroll somewhere because I I do like Pete. I do like Pete. Um, Okay, with that, Saban retired. What the hell? Hmm. Um, That kind of snuck up on everyone, huh? Nick Saban. Best college coach ever, not really an argument. Um, Made Bama into something just so freakishly dominant. I know a lot of people that I like were talking about, like there's, I think there's one bad loss on the resume from after his first year of turning the program around. I think they got upset by like a weird A&M team one year. Otherwise, you know, the games they lost are, you know, is a wagon, or Auburn in Auburn, crazy kick return, like uh, national championship games. Like it's it's just crazy how successful it was. Um, interesting guy. You you hear the rumors that he might become the new Corso or something. I, I don't know about that. Like I I like Nick, and he supposedly has a lot more personality that he normally hides in just his normal pressers. Um, I don't know, man. Uh, he might. Disappear, he might be a guy you see every Saturday because, God, um, if Urban Meyer can get jobs, uh, Saban will be just right. Um, and, yeah, it's so interesting to see what's going to happen with Bama because, like, NIL money-wise, they're supposed to be kind of not as powerful. They bring in Kalen DeBoer from U-Dub, and he's not like a South guy, and there's always been this weird thing with, like, like they were saying one of Nick Saban's not biggest advantages, but something that let Saban go is that he has a little draw. He's from West Virginia and really the South, but you get a little accent there. But, you know, to recruit some of these high schools and things like that, like if you're if you stand out, you stand out. Uh, and sometimes that's a good thing. Sometimes that's a bad thing. Uh, they apparently kind of had it lined up when Saban called it. They said it was going to be like a 72-hour process to hire, which was funny because they were running the gambit, and it was kind of fun, like D'Amico Ryans with the Texans. I don't know. Could he? Would he? Um, after what the Texans did this weekend. Uh, and you just don't want to recruit and do all the NIL and transfer stuff. So when you get a pro job, you're you're home. Um I don't know, who else was getting run through the woodwork for the Bama job? Um, Oh, the Oregon head coach, but he had a massive buyout, Dan Lanning. Um, (laughs) There's Dabo Swinney rumors. If you're a contract person, this is a fun one. Uh, Because, you know, all these head coaches have buyouts in their contract. You know, if you leave Clemson, we get paid X amount of dollars or whatever. Dabo, in his contract had Alabama at a lower number. Like, he wanted that job. Huh. And everyone was just saying how funny, like, in a couple of years, how quick the landscape could trade that. All the Bama fans were like, we don't want Dabo. Like Dabo's can be a weird guy sometimes, and he hasn't adapted to, like, NIL and transfer porter at all. Um, and, like, someone like Kalen DeBoer, I don't even know if I'm saying that right, He's the guy that lines up for the Bama job. So, uh, hey, hopefully that offense that they were running at UW, that can transfer to Bama and they'll stay up. But, man, everyone's always, you know, Texas made the college football playoffs. They've got loads and loads of money. A&M is supposed to get in the mix. be interesting to see you never want to be the guy after the guy. Are we getting that? Are we not getting that? And leading us into our NFL playoffs, Bill Belichick gets the ax. Um the best NFL head coach ever. And I mean, all three of those. And it feels so rude that people are like not including Pete Carroll, but they are, but you say like the reluctant part of it. <laughs>
1: the best like best two
0: way. But well, the other two are the best ever. <laughs> so that, that is what it is. Um, I don't know. It everything makes sense. Like there was no shock, right? There was reports when they left their Europe game. Um, And they got beat up. And the roster is just so thin. Um, And I don't know. There's starting to be little, little things that leak out more and more that, you know, Kraft is taking credit for keeping Belichick and Brady together and making that marriage work. Um, The Patriots roster is so dearth of talent. And, you know, I don't like to leave my vocab when I don't have to. You know who had a nice night the other night, BBD? Cooper Cup. Well, he did. He had an okay night. Puka Nakua. Yes. Puka Nakua was drafted in the fifth round. Rookie. Broke rookie records. Know who was drafted before Puka Nakua?
1: Who was drafted before Puka Nakua?
0: Patriots kicker Chad Ryland. Hmm. Uh, I think he ranked 40th out of NFL kickers this year. 32 teams. Hmm. Uh, and for a Patriots team that's so thin in talent, they're drafting special like kickers and punters. You can't even you can't do that. Um, and yeah, there's everyone knows the Belichick GM stuff. It's clearly not as strong. They spent the most on wide receivers and tight ends a couple years ago, and it was like on on what or who, um, which ones? Hunter Henry was the only guy that kind of jumped out as being solid. Um, some really bizarre stuff that, um. He gets fired. Patriots are going to start anew. They have the third pick in the draft. Rumor was there's a little worried, like, if we're going to do this with Belichick. Like, they were set up to rebuild two years ago, and they've ended up nowhere. They're like, we're really going to do that again? Uh, So Belichick is out. There are head coaching jobs available. Him, Harbaugh, we got some hiring crop. Is the Cowboys gig going to open up? How fun was that conversation? Uh, And I think the bigger question is just going to be, is an owner going to give Belichick full reins? Are they going to say, hey, you're the GM. You get to call the players. You get to do all of it. You're Bill Belichick. You got the rings. We're in. Or are they going to say, like, hey, Bill, you know, we we have our front office, man. Like, if you want to coach this team, like, I think almost every – head coaching job, will offer Belichick the head coach spot. It's if they give him the other power. And does he want it? And does he care? And the answer to those is yes, because he's been crazy (laughs) successful. Uh, So in his mind, I doubt he's going to really turn that down unless there's a perfect situation. Um, And God, Belichick and Jerry Jones, how crazy would that be? Um, Opposites attract. Everyone seems to like Atlanta. Atlanta. Uh, they just fired Arthur Smith for Belichick. Um, I don't know. I I could see their owner, Arthur Blank. Two Arthurs? Is that right? Come on. Whoa. Um Arthur team. He's the kind of owner that I I think the headline of getting Belichick and him doing whatever he'd be about. Uh Chargers are meeting with Harbaugh, I think today. Uh, so it's gonna be it's gonna be really fun to see where the coaching carousel lands and see what else becomes available because that job in Dallas could have became available last night. Um, so a little coaching carousel for you, and now NFL playoffs, which we've been streaming. Uh, thank you guys for for joining us and checking out the streams. Uh, it started Texans Browns. I placed a bet on the Browns minus two. Flacco kind of. Been sneaky balling, also turning the ball over, which ended up becoming the story in this one because we see rookie quarterback in the playoffs. We see a Texans team that we didn't believe in. Young head coach, young quarterback did not matter. They put up 45 on the Cleveland Browns. Flacco with two um, just interceptions that cannot happen, Uh, and they did uh, because it's Joe Flacco. He, he does that in uh, the Texans and like the conversation, CJ Stroud, man, we need to talk about this guy more and it's happening, which is good. In one of the best rookie seasons ever. No one expected it. Uh, and they just want a playoff game and they're going to play another one. Browns. I don't know. I, I think you just look back and you're like, we made the playoffs and Joe Flacco was our quarterback DTR for a chunk of the season, Deshaun. And he looked awful. I guess there's going to be some fun combos around that this offseason. If they can get off of Deshaun, because if the Broncos are going to try to get off of Russ, can the Browns do that? I think his money's all guaranteed. It's going to be interesting. I'm just assuming they're going to run Deshaun out there next year and hope that he looks more like Deshaun Watson. It's just better. Because as long as it's not Joe Flacco, Flacco, like, I don't know, this Browns team went 11-6. and six, So... Again, a Browns organization that used to be a joke for them to casually be having 11 and six seasons with backup quarterbacks. Um, you know, I like Stefanski. Texans, CJ Stroud. Go look at the stats. The second game that day. So that was a fun first half. And then the Texans blew him out in the second. The Chiefs, the cold game. Dolphins come to town. Uh, and the Dolphins, who. Their only win against a team with a winning record is your Dallas Cowboys, uh, who end up getting embarrassed at the party last night. Uh, The Dolphins, whose season, kind of like the Eagles, just felt like it came to a screeching halt from the fun team that, you know, put up 70 on my Broncos to get to where they were. Uh, Their defense got decimated, uh, but still, I don't know, the team with it felt like it was built on offense. Right. And how do you guard these guys? Uh, and by the end, it seemed very guardable that in that Saturday game, they only had one play like the Tyreek Hill deep ball that scored a touchdown. Otherwise, like they weren't even really putting drives together or like first downs, um, felt ugly to watch. They were running a really good running team during the season. Their running game did not get going. Uh, most are eight for thirty three, Tua three for twenty five. Their second leading rusher, and yeah, I don't know. There's a for a team that had a successful season, eleven and six in Miami. Um, McDaniel's really well respected. Obviously, the injuries on defense hurt the Chiefs. You know, end up being the Chiefs enough in the cold weather to win twenty six to seven. Uh, I did like the conversation on the internet that was if. McVeigh Goff Stafford which we'll get to in a second it's is McDaniel is Tua McDaniel's Goff and are they going to move on from him and what's the next step is it you know free agent Kirk Cousins are they going to bail on Tua uh I don't know I don't know what you do there I've I've never been the biggest Tua guy he has these moments with McDaniel where it looks beautiful but any time they needed against a good team, it didn't happen. Uh, so that was your Saturday slate. It was a little bit of a bummer, uh, and a little bit of a bummer. Buffalo uh, gets snowed out to today, and watch that game in a little bit. That there was no one o'clock game. So it's Cowboys-Packers. Feels like they play every year. Most played playoff game um, is Cowboys-Packers. FYI there um and it's okay these cowboys 8 and 0 at home this year 16 and 0 uh in their last 16 home games how about that how about we them boys uh cowboys bad playoff history going up against the green bay packers 9 and 8 jordan love though some of these stats the final eight nine weeks been one of the best quarterbacks in the game found oh. something uh but would it matter and you know i I'm not going to take super credit for this because I wasn't banging the table going Packers, but I, everyone was hoping this would be a fun shootout. Um, nobody thought it would be 27 nothing. Packers take the ball off the kickoff, eight-minute drive, jam it down their throats. Jones, Aaron Jones against the Cowboys after this game. I think it's four games, nine touchdowns. He was nasty. Jordan Love is putting the ball wherever he wants to, and it's so funny when you don't have the stud-wide receiver. Uh, You know, Watson came back for this game. Dobbs is there. Um, Reed is there. When you don't have the guy and your offense isn't doing anything, it's like, damn, this team doesn't have the guy. When your offense is doing stuff and you don't have the guy, it's kind of like, what? They can throw it to anyone. Don'tavian Wicks is open. Tucker Craft, Luke Musgrave. Uh, That's a little hindsight with the offense clicking, but look at the game script here. It was 27-0, and it was almost 27-0 into the half. Dallas, uh, they score uh, with zeros on the clock at halftime. They might have had a false start on that play. Uh, And, yeah, you were just wondering, coming off of last year's Jaguars game where they had the tremendous comeback, is this what this is building up to? Cowboys get the ball out of the half. They have to settle for a field goal. Green Bay drives it back, score another touchdown. That's it. They look good. Green Bay looks good. Dallas felt disconnected at the start, and now it's all sorts of questions. Is McCarthy going to be fired? Uh, The Cowboy playoff thing feels like super real, and I don't want to be that guy when it comes to sports, but what, what else do you say? Is it just the pressure of being the Cowboys? Is it Dak? His his final line ends up looking okay, but that's, you know, a lot of those were free plays kind of late. I don't know what you do if you're the Cowboys. Is it some is it McCarthy out and someone like Bill in? I mean, could you imagine the drama? I mean, ESPN through the roof if that happens. If Bill Belichick takes over the Cowboys. Meanwhile, they've got time to figure that out. The Green Bay Packers go on. They're going to face the Niners. That feels like the second most playoff game ever. Um, and I don't know. I mean, the Packers have some juice. Like, if you believe in how teams are playing, you know, you can throw out the Packers' first half of the season, if not more. Uh, Jordan Love looks awesome. Where he's putting the ball is crazy. Um, and, yeah, Packers might have just stumbled into another 15 years a quarterback, 12 years a quarterback. Favre, Rodgers love we'll see we'll see uh and that teed it up for what was to be the game of the weekend Lions Rams the two quarterbacks traded for each other uh two opposite cities uh Stafford returns to Detroit uh where I was going to say he's you know he's been appreciated you know the fans didn't give him the most love I, I think people were We're blowing that up a little too much. This is the first playoff game in Detroit in 30 years. If you're not with us, you're against us for a night. Uh, And they leaned into Stafford pretty good. Uh, And this was a fun game, man. Uh, Both offenses were able to more or less do what they want. The Lions are funny on the back end. There's just a chance they can give it up. And offensively, they were dominant. Uh, It felt like they could get 11 yards whenever they wanted to. But still, that second half got tight. No touchdowns in the second half. Field goals only. Um, And then a couple plays got made when they had to by the defense. Could have been a big pass interference flag that would have set up the Rams, that would have needed the Lions to get points. Doesn't happen. Uh, Lions get the first down. They kneel it out. Really fun scene. Really fun environment. Like, how do you even cue that one up? cuz it's not an all-time sporting event but in a way two quarterbacks traded for each other uh that city just not having had any playoff success or anything and they get it done golf is a folklore there lions get a playoff win tonight Pittsburgh Buffalo Philly Tampa um i don't even know people are bailing on people have already bailed on Philly I like the matchup for them. Uh, and then Pittsburgh, I would just say closer than we think. Mike Tomlin, that defense. But their stats without T.J. Watt are pathetic. Buffalo, you win that game or, or McDermie's gone. I viewed that game kind of how I viewed Packers-Cowboys. When Packers happened. It's a little different. Jordan Love's been playing great football <laughs> in a dome. Uh, Pittsburgh without T.J. I mean, Mason Rudolph, like, hey, Bills, take care of your business. So that was a little football talk. Again, we've been teasing Panic. Maybe we get him Wednesday. I have to sprint to the bathroom. Go baseball. Go sports. Subscribe. We love you. Sprinting.